Welcome back to Scarlet and Mays. I'm Adam. This is Zach. Hey. Uh, all right. So Michigan 41, Penn State 17. Yeah. This is a real quote from Urban Finger. I mean Urban Meyer. <laughs> Before the Michigan game, we all agree Penn State will shut down or slow down the Wolverine run game. There's no doubt. So what happened Saturday was the third most rushing yards ever allowed by Penn State yeah. in recorded history. Penn State entered the game ranked fifth in the country in rushing yards allowed per game, but left the game down to 56th in the country. Wow. From fifth to 56th. That's insane. Penn State had given up 398 rushing yards in their first five games, 418 on Saturday, and was a shoestring tackle of third string running back C.J. Stokes away from it being over 450 yards. Wow. Insane. That's all I have to say about the game. Yeah, I mean, so from the sounds of it, I like from what I was reading on Twitter, I didn't watch all the game. I was playing basketball because it was a bye week and I didn't want to play basketball with my friends. But it sounds like Penn State refused to stack the box and force them to throw. Like, you'd think after 200 rushing yards, you'd put more guys in better position to stop the run. You would think. But, yeah, I thought it was um, cool how Michigan was resilient even um, after a shaky second quarter and blowing the lead a little bit there after a pick six. But um, they came out and absolutely dominated the second half. Well, it was funny because could, J.J. McCarthy a was half. getting tackled. People think he was trying to throw it away, but it was like this lame duck. As it happened, I was like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. And it went over the linebacker's hands. Blake Corum caught it and – either got a first down or almost got a first down. Yeah. And it was like, oh, got away with him there. And then this one goes off a dude's helmet, off another dude's helmet, straight into the arms of a guy running full speed towards the end zone. Yeah. So kind of evened out there, but yeah, whatever. Uh, Ohio State zero, bye week zero. <laughs> Maybe the best non-loss on Ohio State's schedule so far because it's either that or the team that just gave Stanford their first FBS win in over <laughs> one calendar year. Hey, so Michigan's played somebody now, so now you can talk smack about schedule. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ohio State's got Penn State in a couple weeks. Okay, don't get too yeah. worked up. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, Scarlett and May's pick standing, so I went five and two because I got the extra point. Yeah. Even though you thought it was going to be high scoring, I thought it was going to be low, but I yeah. nailed the point differential. Yeah, you did. And that's what we go on. So I'm fifty six and eighteen overall. You're fifty eight and fifteen overall. We're staying about the same. Yeah, we, something has got to give. We had a last week. We had a lot of different picks, and we still it just ended up evened basically out. even. Yeah, yeah, it's frustrating. Yeah, uh, Big Ten takeaways. Do you got any? Um, just that Illinois seems to be the favorite for the West. Yeah, I for, wish I never gave up on now. Brett Bielema. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. Uh, that's actually mine too. Illinois is now six and one. The only Big Ten West team currently bowl eligible with a bye week this week. Uh, to get Chase Brown healthy, and then two easily winnable games at Nebraska at home against Michigan State before they host Purdue in a game that could decide the West. Yeah, uh, That's insane. Their that's only exciting. problem is they have to go to Ann Arbor, while Purdue's only remaining game against a team better than 500 is that game against Illinois. Wow. Big so, 10 West. So Ohio State is going to play Purdue this year. <laughs> they, wow. I mean, <laughs> it's... It's possible, which is hilarious. What if (laughs) no Big Ten team makes the playoff because Purdue upsets Ohio State? What if Michigan's only loss is to Ohio State? Purdue beats Ohio State in the Big Ten championship, 
And Michigan goes to the playoff over Ohio State. It'd be crazy even though Ohio State won by 50. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> the rapid fire turd pile picks. Indiana at Rutgers. I got Rutgers. I've got the Hoosiers here. Let's I just, go. Like, Rutgers offense is just, it's almost as bad as Iowa's in my opinion. So, mm-hmm. and it's... It, I don't think Indiana's is much better though either. I mean, Indiana just put up 30-some points last mm-hmm. week. Has Rutgers done that in a while? I don't know. I don't think they've done that in the Big Ten. I'm, I, it's I don't know. the I turd pile for a reason. Yeah. I got the Hoosiers. Who would have thought... At the start of the season, that Purdue at Wisconsin would be in the turd pile. But I wouldn't have. Yeah, I mean, at least, I mean, I might have thought so, but I wouldn't have thought it was because Wisconsin was so bad. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, Purdue is my pick to win the West. Yeah. And then Wisconsin is always near the top. Yeah. Well, mostly always near the top. Anyways, uh, I got Purdue. Yeah, actually, so Wisconsin has won 15 straight against Purdue, and I think they surprisingly keep the streak going and mm. win at home. This would be the year for Purdue. Yeah. If there is a year to win in Madison, this is the year. Uh, Northwestern at Maryland. No one can pick Northwestern. Maryland. Yeah, Maryland. Yeah. Uh, On to the varsity games, which the only reason I included this in the varsity games is because the spread is negative – or it's four and a half – for Penn State. Yeah. Um, but also, I, I tried to find the number, but I couldn't find it. James Franklin at Penn State after a loss is terrible. Really? Like they I – don't, I don't want to give the numbers. I feel like they usually lose at least one more. It's insane. I didn't know that. Yeah. So Minnesota, only underdogs by four so and a half at how, Penn State. How terrible can you be after a loss if then if you lose again – that means that you'd be coming off a loss again. Then you'd have to lose again to be. Yeah, that's true. But last year they lost what four in a row. Yeah, I don't know. But, but that was probably the only. Year they, they are not. They're not ideal after a loss. Yeah. with James Franklin. But well, I still, I still got Penn State. Yeah, Tana Morgan's banged up. Even if he does play, I, I don't think he's healthy enough. I, don't, I, I he was carted off the field in the last game. I don't know. I like Penn State to bounce back, <laughs> bounce back in this. One. What's crazy. Is that even with that information, the line is only four and a half. Yeah. At Penn State, too, yeah. Man alive. Uh, Iowa at Ohio State. Ohio State's only favored by 29. (laughs) That is the – oh, I should have kept that stat. I saw a stat that was like the largest spread uh, um, against Iowa in like – since like early 2000s for sure. Mm. Yeah. Man. So probably 20 years. Ohio State, and they'll probably win by 42. Yeah. Um, this is a 2017 revenge game. They haven't played Ohio State. Iowa hasn't played Ohio State since then when mm. they blew them out 55-24. to 24. I can't imagine a world where Iowa come, scores even half that. I feel like 55. if Iowa beats Ohio State, you need to shave your head. No, I, well, so I've been growing my hair out for a Halloween costume, so I can't. You have to shave your mustache. I've also been growing that. Oh, gosh dang. Yeah. I don't want to know what you're going at. <laughs> uh, um, wait. What? I haven't picked yet. Go ahead. Yeah. I wonder who it'll be. <laughs> I, yeah, I can't imagine a world where Iowa even scores half the amount of points they score in that game. Iowa has a top three pass defense in the country, which I think can help them stifle the high-powered Ohio State offense. But their rush defense is barely top 25, and Ohio State's is top five in yards per carry in the nation. I think Ohio State will come out running the ball and will have success, which will then open up the pass, and Ohio State will win and win big. Yeah. 
games of the week. We're, we're switching it up a little bit because there's not many games to talk about, but there are a few non-Big Ten top 25 matchups here. Yeah. So the first one is number 14, Syracuse, at number 5, Clemson. Uh, both undefeated. Clemson's favored by 13 and a half yeah. here. Uh, as much as I would love Clemson to lose, yeah, I got Clemson winning. Yeah, I still think uh, Clemson's still one of the premier teams in the country, even though they struggled last year. And I don't think this one will be even close. I I think the spread is fine, and Syracuse just isn't talented enough talented enough to beat a top five Clemson team on the road. Yeah, uh, undefeated UCLA at one loss. Oregon, not, UCLA is ninth. Oregon is tenth. Yeah. Uh, I got Oregon. Yeah, I really like what Chip Kelly has finally put together at UCLA, but Oregon has looked like a different team since getting blown out by Georgia, scoring more than 40 points in the five games since. I like the Ducks to get a big win here at home. And lastly, 17, Kansas State at number eight, undefeated TCU. Yeah. TCU, I'm kind of surprised they're only favored by three and a half. Yeah, Um, me too a little bit. Martinez is really fun. And he's off to a great start this season. He hasn't thrown a single interception, but he he hasn't scored a lot of touchdowns, at least passing. He only has four passing touchdowns. And the TCU offense is scoring more than 45 points a game, and Kansas State just isn't close to that with their offense. And, I mean, hope maybe their defense can keep them in it and win them the game, but I like the Horned Frogs to win their fourth straight game against a ranked opponent. I'm with you. I got TCU. And I would actually say I think the TCU game is going to be more of a blowout than the Clemson-Syracuse game. I don't agree. I know. Um, but so, if <laughs> I, I picked Clemson, Oregon, and TCU, but I want Syracuse and Kansas State to win because I, like, I now want a Michigan-Ohio State rematch in the playoff, so I need some more Because you're assuming they're going to lose. No, Zach, so play along with me for a minute <laughs> for this hypothetical, please. All right. So if Michigan were to beat Ohio State in a not-so-close fashion again, when they play in November, and if Ohio State was still able to squeak into the playoff, and if the two Big Big Ten teams got the SEC treatment of being in the opposite semifinal games, and if they both won, and if Michigan beat them in not-so-close fashion again, would you want Ryan Day fired? I mean, it's it's won't happen. So Ohio State's gonna. You're win. right. It it won't happen because Ohio State's not gonna make the playoff after <laughs> Michigan beats them in not so close fashion. Yeah. Anyways, things no one is talking about. What do you got? <laughs> um, I got it's it's more of a question that I want people to be asking: Is the SEC the new Big Twelve after that Tennessee Alabama game with absolutely mm. def- zero defense being played in that game? Crazy. Yeah. Um. Mine is Michigan and Ohio State lead the country in percentages of game time with the lead. Ohio State at 81.7%, Michigan at 83%. Is that the new SEC where they should be considered the top tier instead of these bullcrap teams? I think they should. What no one is talking about is the fact that only one of these teams has a win over a team currently in the top 25, <laughs> and that's Michigan beating now 15th-ranked Penn State. Now they're 15th in the one I looked at. I don't, <laughs> don't really care. Team. I don't know. Uh, tweet of the week. I'll go first. I have a few because Michigan is heading into a bye week, so I'll do one, and then you can go. Okay. Uh, but first from Mike Golick, Jr., this sick bastard can play for me any day. I just love it so much. The, the Tennessee offensive lineman oh, that yeah. pukes and then stare, like just nods yeah. at the Alabama. Like to feel 
not good to the point of puking on the field, but making your response to be staring at the D-line you're about to go up against and just nod like you're proud of it or something is just incredible. I hope this guy plays 15 successful seasons in the yeah. NFL making large amounts of money just because of that. That was I just think, amazing. I think that is all just so funny with this Will Anderson thing for, for me because, like, Early in the season, or maybe even before the season started, Will Anderson said, I think it's disrespectful for another team even to get on the field with us. Yeah. And then they get blown out. I mean, their defense gets blown out. It was a close game. But um, then uh, he said something about he felt like the team was nervous or something like that. And then just today, a Tennessee <laughs> offense lineman uh, posted on his Instagram story saying, like, nah, you guys just suck. Something <laughs> like that. I was like, dang. That's awesome. <laughs> Coming from the – I mean, he was the – unanimous best defensive player come returning this season and it's gonna be fun next year when joe milton rides (laughs) there's no way he plays (laughs) anyways what's your tweet of the week um my tweet of the week is from mr ohio um it's it was right after alabama lost as archie griffin's two-time heisman record officially survives another year i think that's super cool i mean bryce is not winning the heisman so that's what that's you what never know. There is a bias. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> my second of three is uh, from at, at JD Blue, the Michigan football f- win flowchart according to rival fan bases, where if they win a game against the top five opponent, the opponent was overrated. Uh, and then they talk about a time period, basically Rich Rod and Brady Hoke. Um, and then if they lose, Michigan lost so then it's the biggest game of their lives that they lost um i just if this isn't 100 percent true zach then i don't know what truth is anymore uh we talked about it the other day but i read and heard all year leading up to saturday about michigan hadn't played anybody and how uh they were <laughs> exposed in their wins despite their wins and then also after saturday already i started hearing about how awful penn state is michigan <laughs> was, is the last team in the big 10 to ever get credit when they win a game i was even in your ear late friday night debating changing my pick i know <laughs> uh and then after it's uh penn state sucks but yeah. beat I the mean, brakes off an unranked team, schedule sucks. Beat the brakes off a top 10 team, the top 10 team actually sucked. Meanwhile, a team like Penn State was praised all season before this game. Ohio State hasn't beaten anyone good and has been praised all season. I don't care because... It's freaking sweet. They, they are sweet, and the season will probably tell them that. They're, they're the only team in the country that's beat every team by double digits. That's true. They also don't... They haven't played a team that's... In the top 25, because Notre Dame shouldn't have been in the top 25. Yeah. And now that's obvious, but it still says on their resume, guarantee when the first uh, playoff polls come out, they're going to show Notre Dame is a big win. Yeah, that's so stupid. Yeah. I, uh, I agree that that's stupid. Yeah. So, like, so, bottom line, I don't really care because if Michigan wins, then they'll be in. And yeah. if they lose, then they'll not get in. The... the the narrative doesn't really matter right. at this point. Win and you'll get to where you want to be. I say all that just to point out exactly how accurate that flowchart actually is. Um, my last one is from at Chloe Jankowski. She tweeted this past Sunday, Kenneth Walker should have been a Heisman finalist over Aiden Hutchinson by a million, and this is a hill I will die on. So this perfect, perfectly encapsulates this entire fan base. They didn't really want Kenneth Walker to win the Heisman. They didn't really want Kenneth Walker in New York City as a finalist. They just wanted Kenneth Walker to be thought of higher 
than a Michigan's player that was considered highly. Michigan State isn't the little brother just when Michigan wins on the field, but they're little brother because it's who they are as people. You can't spell Michigan State without Michigan. The color green is just Michigan's colors mixed together. Michigan State's entire identity is as a little brother striving with every fiber of their being to be the big brother. That's why when they ever win, they act exactly the way they claim to hate that Michigan fans act. It's pretty crazy that the, the coach of the little brothers 2-0 and in the rivalry right now. It is. I, it's it's I'm crazy. I'm brother, so maybe I should root for Michigan State. Feel free. <laughs> Feel free. All I'm saying... But, but correct me in if two I... weeks, I I have a feeling I'm going to be very happy and uh, will probably get yelled at quite a bit in public just for wearing Michigan gear. Oh, that happens all the time. <laughs> Lansing is terrible. Yeah, yeah, I get yelled at too. Um, correct me if I'm wrong about the whole uh, Kenneth Walker and then Blake Corm. If, if Blake Corm gets invited to New York, yeah. will it not be a little sweet because Kenneth Walker didn't get invited and Corm did? It would be very sweet because, again, they don't actually care that Kenneth Walker wasn't invited. They would care that a Michigan player, let's say they end with similar stats, they would care that a Michigan player made it and Kenneth Walker didn't. If, let's say, Syracuse or Clemson had a running back with the same stats that made it, I don't think they'd care. I don't think there would be a peep about it. But if Blake Corum has better stats even and makes New York City when Kenneth Walker didn't, that will make them go crazy. And that's why I want – part of why I want Blake Corum to make it because it would be hilarious. So it sounds like you only care because they care. Not true. Okay. I want Blake Corum to win the thing. If he – and I said this to, to family and friends that were mad that Kenneth Walker didn't make it last year – I said, why do you want him to get a front seat to a loss? Like, you know he's not going to win. Why do you want him there? So I don't care if Blake Corum goes and doesn't win, but it would be funny for him to go and not win just because of that reaction that would happen. But let's also – we can't really pretend that – so Kenneth Walker put up however many yards, however many touchdowns last year. Blake Corum is going to put up however many yards, however many touchdowns. They're also not competing against the same people with the same statistics – because it's different years. Yeah. Even if it was the same, it would be different schedule, different offensive line. Yeah. Different, yeah. I mean, different that, offenses. that's the case for everybody. Yeah. But, yeah. Anyways, with that, don't ever sniff Urban Meyer's finger. Yeah, and Derrick Henry should have won the 2016 Heisman. Or 20, 2015 Heisman. Aiden Hutchinson should have won that one, too. I agree. Go Blue. Go Buckeyes. Go Buckeyes.